0: welcome in to the very first pbr california podcast i am your host les lukach i am joined by socal area scout steve doherty doe how the heck are you man
1: good thanks for having me on Les. i'm just uh just stoked to be here and uh ready to get going on this on this season come upon us and uh let's get right to it man let's talk some southern california baseball
0: Yeah, man, right out the gate. We're going to talk about our SoCal preseason All-State Showcase that we had a couple weeks back over at J. Sarah. Loaded event. There was about 85 kids there. Uh, I mean, we had a ton of committed players. We had a ton of ranked players. I mean, the talent was off the charts, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I was just actually pleasantly surprised with the talent that actually showed up. And, uh, it was a great day. Yeah, for sure. So let's hop into some players
0: uh, that you and I wanted to talk about. I'll let you start it off. You wanted to talk about Davis
1: Hildebrandt. Yeah, absolutely. 2021 middle infielder from Esperanza High School. 5'8", 160 pounds, an uncommitted kid that, you know, Les, we've seen uh, probably a handful of times in, in the past year. And and what really kind of stood out for me is is, is a guy that has – you know some unbelievable hands. He's got some some feel for the position, and you know his his range. He kind of goes above and beyond what his what the typical range is, and so his lateral movement is just you know above and beyond what uh, what I see for such a young kid in the two twenty in the two twenty one class. So um, just a great little just a great player. Um, you know, small in stature, but he's got some feel for the game. And, uh, just, just a guy to kind of keep an eye on here in the next few years. And, um, sure he won't be uncommitted for long less.
0: No, I saw actually had eyes on him on Saturday this past weekend. And he made a play charging to his right where, you know, he scooped it and beat the, beat the runner by about a step and a half, two steps. And I was sitting there with a the scout and he says, man, that that's a pretty darn impressive play. Uh, for a guy like that, I mean, you know, he's got the skills to potentially stay at shortstop too. Uh, next guy I want to talk about is Brian Uribe. He's a 21 right handed pitcher out of Camarillo High School. He's currently number 15 in our 21 class. Doe, we saw him at our underclass games out at USC where he was really impressive. And That's then right. he, came, he came over to the SoCal preseason all state and was just. I mean, he he rolled in. He's a PO, and you know it was a cold day, and I mean he was just carving, man. And and his changeup and his slider. I mean, the changeup's got potential to be a plus pitch, but I mean his ability to command the fastball with a little life and a little run was just impressive. And I know in talking to Shooter Hunt, who was down for the event, you know he was pretty impressed by him. He's pretty physical. He's six one. He's probably about 185 pounds. Uh, he still has a little room for some, some continued maturation there. Just a the guy that, you know, college coaches that I've talked to about, uh, about him already obviously know who he is. He's on their radar. You know, he's up in Camarillo. So uh, some, of the, uh, some of the guys down in, uh, you know, San Diego area and Orange County area, it's a little bit of a trek for them. But, you know, those guys are really familiar with him. He, here's another 21 that, you know, won't be uh, uncommitted for too long. Uh so moving on to the next guy, Doe. you want to talk about Shane Simpson, right-handed pitcher, first baseman at a El Toro High School.
1: Yeah, another uncommitted kind of a guy, six three, two hundred 200 pounds, Just kind of, you know, your you're almost prototype first baseman's body. Um, you know, what I really like is his his future for, you know, the the power tool. He could this kid could really swing it, and I know they got Paul Skeens over there, the catcher who's you know this two, 2019 guy, and and he's got some power. Shane is just kind of right there behind him. He's going to have to be an impact player for these guys this year. And and uh, you know I I think this year if he kind of taps into that power, um, he'll definitely get some looks. Another one of those guys and won't be uncommitted for long. But you know he'll hit he'll hit a bunch of doubles. Um, you know he's not a burner, but he's definitely adequate on the bases and he's just you know good footwork around the base. He could turn to double play. Uh, great showing at our at our pre-state uh, event this year for sure.
0: Yeah, you you talked about the footwork around the bag. I was really impressed with that. He has, you know, just he's just so athletic, right? I mean, he's just a big dude that's got a lot of athleticism. What I really liked during his BP round was just his feel and control for the barrel. So, you talked about that power projection. That's certainly that's certainly coming for him. Uh, moving on, next guy I want to talk about is a right-handed pitcher out of Dana Hills, 2021 C.J. Zuelan. I had a chance to see C.J. out at Palm Desert Tournament, and he was pretty impressive there against a really good Bishop Amat team. And then he came out to the preseason All-State and really opened some eyes. I mean, he's he's 6'3", probably 175 pounds I think he's listed at, so he's got a lot of room for physical projection. And, and here's a guy that, I mean, he shows the ability to command a couple of pitches already, and he's got a feel for what could be a really, really good changeup. You know, he keeps it down in the zone. It's got some fading action to it. And,
1: yep. and
0: he's just a guy that, you know, again, at 6'3", I mean, big old feet. I mean, he's probably size 13, 14 feet. And, I mean, big hands. I shook his hand, and he just kind of engulfed my hand. So he's a guy that I, I really, really liked. C.J. Zuelan out of Dana Hill's. Uh, but moving on to the next guy for you, Doe, uh, 20 middle infielder Anthony Mata at of Grossmont High School.
1: Yeah, 6'2", 160-pound, another one of these uncommitted guys. And, and and you know, we love these San Diego guys. You know, we may not get down there a whole bunch. and know you did for the MLK tourney this year. So, um, you know, I'm going to be getting down there more this year. There's a ton of unbelievable ballplayers down there. But, you know, Anthony Mata, this kid just kind of really stood out for me. Like I said, 6'2", 160 pounds. So he's not, you know, extremely physical, but, you know, he he could move around. He's got a little swag to his game, uh, wiry strength, athletic type of a frame. And, you know, he's a guy that will have some position flexibility there, probably play a little second place, second base, shortstop, third base. I mean, just, you know, utility guy that can probably uh, play anywhere for you on the diamond and, and like I said, another one of these uncommitted guys um, that just kind of you know stood out for us. And I know that um, he plays for the San Francisco Giants scout team in the summer or in the fall, actually. And uh, he's one of these kids that uh, that's going to get popped here uh, fairly soon. And so he won't be around for long. Another one to look out, Anthony Mata.
0: Yeah, you talked about a San Diego middle infielder that has position flexibility. That's a perfect segue into my next guy, Ian Halverson, a 22 shortstop out of Mission Vista is up in the Oceanside area. I mean, this guy, all he did was come out and just put on a show. I mean, he ran well, then he had a really good round of BP, but then defensively he really opened some eyes with not only his arm strength but his ability to get to balls that he had no business getting to. He made one play to the backhand where, you know, he dove and and stopped the ball and he came up firing from a knee. And I mean, it was a strong throw on the bag with accuracy. You know, just another one of those San Diego guys that you talk about about, uh, that you mentioned, you know, that who can play anywhere on the infield, uh, you, you know, and, and and is going to be a highly sought after recruit, uh, you know, coming up here pretty soon. And then last guy you wanted to talk about Sebastian Murillo out
1: of Fountain Valley. Yep. 2020 middle infielder, 5'11", 175 pounds, an Arizona recruit. This guy, uh, you know, we've seen less for for a few years now. He's He's been on the circuit. He's high level bat to ball guys. He, you know, he runs into the ball, can hit it over the fence, but, you know, at this particular point, I think he's a high doubles, um, you know, kind of a guy, really athletic. He can, he's just a leader on that team. And I know they're going to really need him this year, um, for, uh, for fountain Valley to, to, to make a run there at, at the end of the year. So, um, you know, good footwork around the bag can make all the throws on the run in the hole. He's got enough strength to kind of stick there at shortstop and, and, uh, you know, Arizona's got a good one here, Les.
0: Yeah, what I like about Mario is he plays with a little bit of swagger, right? I mean, just the way he carries himself on the field. I just, I really, really like that. And, and you're right, the bat-to-ball skills are really impressive. And he's, and he flashes some power, man. I mean, he he hit a few jacks last year. He had three in one game, if I recall correctly. I mean, he's got the power potential is is definitely uh, something that's really intriguing with him.
1: Yeah, well, hey, someone could like you know someone that's an everyday player for sure and you know can just add depth to to any lineup. Just just uh just a real good ball player.
0: Absolutely. So that wraps up the
1: SoCal preseason
0: all state review. Let's move on. Uh we you know had a busy, busy weekend last weekend during MLK and and props to Coach Brett Kay down at J Sarah for You know, managing everything, so many moving pieces with all the rain we got here in SoCal, Uh, you know, getting that schedule put together and getting games for guys and teams and just really impressive. So, shout out to Coach K for what he did. Um, You know, I actually headed down to San Diego State for their team camp that was loaded. Uh, You know, a lot of teams from San Diego, and then you had Huntington Beach and Olu uh, from the Orange County area down there. Uh, We will talk about a few players that we saw down there. Uh, You know, I'll let you lead it off. Uh, You stayed up here and, and
1: covered the uh, jay sarah event i'll let you lead it off with your guy uh matthew polk yeah just uh you know one of these guys that i went in on a few weeks back when gar was playing huntington beach and uh you know to be honest less i wasn't bearing down on a guy you know they have some other guys on that squad that are uh that are real good ball players but matthew polk let, let, let me tell you about this guy man such a live twitchy athlete um And he just completely showed out in that in his first game of the MLK tourney, I know shooter and the boys were talking about him on coffee and curve balls. And he's just one of these standout players that just makes you kind of sit up at the edge of your seat and, and just watch because it's, it's pretty impressive. I mean, the bat speed on this kid, he bounces around, he's got that position flexibility. So he'll play a bunch of positions for Gar high school this year. And just kind of this, just energy that's just flowing out of him, And, uh, you know, one of these guys that just we're lucky to have for another couple of years. Um, and just, it, it's going to be pretty cool to see his maturation and, and where, where it takes him uh, this year, just, just a outstanding, just stand out guy that just, uh, really impressed.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Right. I mean, cause I know that they haven't playing everywhere in the outfield, you know, he's got some tools that potentially could fit on the infield. Yeah. I I'm with you, man. He's just one of those intriguing guys, right? Wouldn't you say, do you think you think maybe potentially he ends up on the infield?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, one of these guys that can, that his speed just can play anywhere. Right. So, um, you know, if it ever came to the point where, you know, it, it just didn't happen for him in the infield, you know, stick him in center, uh, stick him in right. I know he's got a plus arm and, you know, talk about, you know, tracking him down. I'm sure you can <laughs> track him down with the best of them. So um, would love to see him, you know, stick in the infield. Um, you know, for me, if, you know, probably a second baseman in the future and we're talking, you know, you know, way in the future here. So, uh, but he's definitely got enough to stick, stick there at shortstop right now.
0: Yeah, first guy I want to talk about down at San Diego State team camp is uh, Marcelo Mayer, 21 shortstop out of Eastlake High School. He's currently number four in our 2021 class. He didn't hit because he kind of messed up his wrist a little bit. He said he slept on it wrong, so it was a little tweaked. Uh, So he didn't hit all weekend, but... The first thing you notice about this guy, though, is, and you and I saw him a bunch at the uh, underclass area code games, is, I mean, he is physical. He's probably six two, six three now, and he's probably up to about 180, 180 185 pounds. I mean, he is just starting to fill out and he looks the part. I mean, I was talking to a couple of scouts down there and, and, you know, to a man, they were all saying, man, that that's what they look like. Uh, you know, the elite level defense continues. Uh, I'm a, I'm a little bummed I didn't get to see him swing the bat, but, you know, we'll get down there and we'll see him swing the bat a little bit during the season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, his defense has taken a step up. I mean, the hands are fast. The arm is big. The footwork is is really athletic. And he's just a guy that, I mean, his progression, if he continues on this road, you know, he's going to uh, be highly, highly thought of when it comes to that draft class in 2021 and just a really physical guy. I mean, yeah. I was really impressed with the work he's put into the weight room. He's, he's just a guy that is going to continue to, uh, you know, impress, uh, both scouts and college guys. I mean, he's a USC commit, uh, so that's already taken care of, but, you know, he's going to be a key factor in that loaded Eastlake team as they look to make a run again here in uh, 2019 yeah but but moving back to the j Sarah event, uh, you want to talk about Jack holman
1: yeah, no absolutely now, now this now this guy Les is kind of you know made me get up on the edge of my seat i hadn't necessarily seen him uh before uh our event where where he showed up at, and uh this kid, let me tell you jack holman two thousand twenty one catcher plays a little first base from aduana high school six three hundred and ninety pounds, an uncommitted guy that that uh, left uh, this left-handed swing last i'm telling you man this is going to be fun to watch for the next three years he's got some power in this swing that is just 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 crazy power and i'm really excited to watch this kid develop um you know he he can catch he he, he's he's he receives well uh, he blocks well he seems like he wants to be behind the dish there and I mean, this guy continues to grow. And I'm, I was talking to a few guys over there at Edwanda, and they just said, this kid is just continuing to grow. So, you know, who knows if he grows out of the, you know, catching spot, moves over to first base. But I tell you what, man, if he can lean on the pole, like, like he does this, this kid is, is, is big time. He's uncommitted. Heard some rumblings around the park that there's some Pac-12 schools that are really interested in this kid, and this kid's going to get scooped up last to tell you what, man, really quick, because um, this kid is going to do some damage this year, and obviously for the next couple of years, so...
0: Yeah, and, and and he'll be a mainstay in that, that pretty loaded Adawanda lineup this year wow. for sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, moving on. So uh, Jacob Christian, a twenty-one infielder from St. Augustine High School. Though I saw this guy during pregame and I was I, I, I looked over at Jack Shannon, our our San Diego area scout, and I was like, man, that, that's what they look like. You know, he's a big dude, six three, six four, uh, you know, one eighty-five. He's a right-right. They had him play in first base. He made a play going back on the ball. He had his back-to-home plate you know, running in foul territory, laid out full extension to make the grab showing a ton of athleticism moves really well. Uh, Coach said he can play anywhere on the infield. He'll probably end up playing some third base for them. Uh, He'll probably end up playing some some shortstop for them at some point as well. He can play in the outfield. I mean, this guy does everything but catch and pitch for them. Uh, The bat is a little bit behind the defense right now, but I mean, the defense alone just, I mean, that alone caught my attention. He puts some pretty good swings on the ball. I uh, didn't have a lot to show for it, unfortunately. And, and the one game I saw, uh, again, Jack saw him the rest of the weekend. He said, you know, he had a couple of knocks and and put together some good ABs, uh, you know, understands the strike zone, fouled off a bunch of pitches. I mean, this is a guy at 6'3", 185, who's nowhere near done growing, obviously. Uh, you know, when he fills out, he's going to be He's going to be a big-time bat. You know, he's a right-handed hitter for for Saints who's a traditional power down there in San Diego. Just a lot to like from this guy. What Again, that play told me all I need to know about his level of athleticism. Wow. Uh, you know, and, and it's it's pretty impressive. Uh, you know, so that's Jacob Christian, a 21 infielder out of St. Augustine. Uh, moving on, you mentioned this guy a little bit earlier, talking about his teammate. Let's, let's dive into Paul Skeens, a 19 catcher.
1: Yeah, El Toro High School, six four, two ten, an Air Force recruit, just a real physical kid. And in the game that I went in on, you know, I was sitting on a couple guys from Edgewood over there, Marcus Johnson, um, Ezra Lyman, but Paul Skeens just had an unbelievable day. <laughs> Hit two out, just displayed this this power tool that you know I hadn't seen before. Um, you know, I had no, I had noticed his his receiving. And, and his blocking. And, and this kid is a, is, is a really good catcher, really big catcher. I kind of compared him to like the Matt Weeders type, just a big body guy. And I know that he's not a switch hitter Skeens, but, um, uh, this kid could really lean on the pole, man. And, and, uh, it's going to be exciting to watch him this year with, with Shane Simpson over there and, and, and Paul Skeens, And they're going to put something together over there at El Toro, who's a, a storied program themselves. So, um, this this kid uh, really excited to watch him this year and see his maturation. So, um, just 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 a great weekend for this kid.
0: Yeah, and, and and by all accounts, everything I've heard about him, he's just an 80 character kid too, right? Obviously committed wow. to Air Force. You know, academics are big time for him. Uh, you know, and the, the character is off the charts. And last guy I want to talk about is a 20 right-handed pitcher, uh, Joseph Romero, out of Vista, Marietta. Uh, You know, this was at uh, when I was back at the J. Sarah event, you know, he came out and he was the starter on the mound. And, you know, I was really, really impressed by him. He's got some some life and a little run on the fastball. You know, he spins it pretty well. I think he was 87, 89 on the fastball, uh, you know, and, and he's just big bodied guy another 63 180 pounder 80 185 pounder who's who's you know not done uh, you know maturing physically but there's a lot of upside here with arms fast it's loose you know his mechanics are pretty repeatable uh, you know he, he gains ground down the mound I mean this is a guy who you know you, you know about all the other guys at Vista Marietta cuz that's a pretty loaded team yeah. know, on their on their offense uh but you know their arms are going they're going to keep them in some games this year and, and Joseph Romero is a guy that that is just really really intriguing I talked to his travel ball coach and you know he said that towards the end of the summer he was really putting it together uh you know and then talking to the head coach over there at Vista Marietta a little bit uh, last weekend who said he's he had a pretty strong winner for them. So this is a guy that's on the uptick with a lot of upside. Joseph Romero, a 20 pitcher, 20 right-handed pitcher out of Vista Marietta. Uh, last guy you want to talk about, though, 19 outfielder Nino Bultagio.
1: Yep. Jay Serra High School, 6'2, 185 pound, uncommitted kid, uh, real physical, really loose and limber, could really run. Uh, You know sits at the top of that lineup over there for the Lions and and he's he's a guy that I've seen plenty um, for the past year or so and just is really impressed with um, with everything. He just puts it on tape less and just a mystery to me. uh, I've said it before. It's no no secret that it's just a mystery why this kid is uncommitted. Um, Like I said hits at the top of the lineup uh, and just demonstrates everything you want in an outfielder can track it down, uh, can play center, can play left. He hits at the top of the lineup. Uh, this kid could really run. So he's going to take some, steal some bags this year. And, and what you saw over there is what I've seen in the past is, you know, he hit one out. Um, and that's not, that's no fluke. This kid's got a little bit of power in that swing and he'll hit a bunch of doubles. So a uh, really important piece for Jay Sarah going forward. And, uh, you know, hopefully here by the end of this year, he'll get scooped up because this is a steal of a recruit. He should be, he should be playing somewhere right now. So.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, we've seen him a bunch, as you said, you know, you had him there with, with your, uh, a scout ball team and, you know, we've had him at a couple of events and, I agree 100% with the one comment you made there. He just puts it on tape. And the more you watch this guy, the more you just really appreciate his skill set. I mean, he runs, he hits, he throws. And, I mean, every interaction I've had with him, he's just a great kid, too. So, you know, I'm with you. I hope that things work out for him uh, here after this, uh, you know, hopefully after a strong spring season for him. So that'll do it for the MLK recap you know, moving on here, you know, we're going to move into our segment two, and that'll be questions from our followers, and we'll hop right into this, and let's go into question one from d river 1102 Who are the top 22s uh, to watch in San Diego area and SoCal? Well, you know, we talk about San Diego quite a bit, and, you know, that's uh you know, loaded area for talent, and I don't think you can start talking 22s in San Diego without talking Ryan Ward out of Coronado High School. He's an Arizona commit, middle infielder probably moved to shortstop there here in due time. Uh, but he can play middle, he can play shortstop or second base. Uh, an Arizona commit, really like the left-handed bat on him. He's got, like you say, good bat-to-ball skills. Uh, you know, he's a gap-to-gap kid right now. Uh, the other kid that we talked about already, Ian, Ian Halverson. Uh, you know, he's, he's pretty slick middle infielder there. Ryan Rivera at a St. Augustine high school. He's a third baseman, big physical dude can swing it. Uh, can drive the ball into the gaps with some power, uh, nimble around the bag, big arm, uh, moving up in, into, uh, just North of San Diego, Mikey Romero at a Vista Murrieta had a chance to sit on him a little bit last weekend, left-handed hitting uh, third baseman who will probably move to short for them. Uh, in due time, really good hands, good arm. Carson Bowen out at Orange Lutheran. We've had a chance to see him a few times, though.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And, and just catcher, uh, you know, runs it up to 88 on the mound. Two big, physical, lots of power in the bat already. Luke Davis, another guy we've had a chance to see quite a bit uh, on the mound at third base, switch hitting uh, third baseman pitcher over at Cypress High School. He's got a chance to be pretty special and 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 a guy that I think might be my favorite guy uh, out of SoCal uh, Cutter Coffee. He's at Liberty High School up in Bakersfield. Uh, this guy's a shortstop third baseman, uh, right-handed pitcher. He's got some just natural strength to his game, runs well, moves well around uh, on the dirt, uh, and he can run it up to about 85, 86 on the mound, but it's at the plate, man, where he just really impressed me. You know, he's got, a, he's got some strength in the bat already, uh, really good understanding for hitting, good feel for it. Uh, Team USA guy, uh, Cutter Coffee out of Liberty High School. Uh, so thank you uh D River eleven zero two twenty oh two with your question. Uh, so we'll move on to the next question. Uh, this comes from underscore Josh Rodriguez underscore uh, name some 2019s that no one is talking about who will have an impact on their team uh you know I'll, I'll come out the gate here you know one of my favorite 2019s that I've seen and I just had a chance to see him this last Saturday. Gavin Lizick out of Esperanza High School is a right-handed pitcher. You know, 85, 86, touches 87. The change has got just is just pretty good. The curveball is is got a chance to be a plus pitch, but the slider, man, it's a wipeout slider. I saw him do some damage against a talented La Mirada lineup on Saturday. This is a guy who, you know, like you said, with Voltagio, a little bit of a mystery to me uh, as to why he's not committed, but I'm sure he'll get his chance after this spring because he's just too talented to not continue to end the game. Uh, you know, big bodied guy, 6'3", but he's only about 170. The arm's loose. Really like him. Uh, guy who, or Doe, who's, who's the first guy you want to talk about?
1: You know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, Les, I think some, some guys might be surprised by my list here and. You know, when we did our preparation for this 19 list here, you know, you said pick three guys. I went off the Richter scale here and picked like 13 guys that I could talk about. So, you know, we could do a podcast, you know, one podcast alone on our 2019s. And so, you know, follow me here. The first guy I got, Anthony Gibbons, UKIPA High School, five nine, hundred seventy pound, a Northridge recruit. And you know, Les, when you talk about UKIPA, you talk about the 19s, you talk about Tyson Heaton, you talk about Mike Carpentier, who are impact players and guys potentially could go in the draft here this year. But I'm telling you what, Anthony Gibbons is going to be, I think, the guy that holds that team together. And if he has a big year, we might see a repeat championship run out of these guys. I mean, this kid is remarkably strength, strong. He's got a You know, really strong frame. He's a plus runner. He's got a plus arm. He right now he plays in the outfield, but he can catch. And so, you know, what from my understanding that he's probably gonna catch next year uh when he gets Northridge. So this is a guy that can really do everything. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he actually he ended up catching in the final game and closed out the game there. Uh, last year when when they took the championship so you know anthony gibbons anthony gibbons watch him just kind of kid that plays with his hair on fire and uh just a really r- really good kid to watch yeah he, he, that UKIPA team is absolutely loaded
0: uh next guy for me is a uh, third baseman right-handed pitcher keone kabako out of east lake high school uh you know nobody's really talking about him because he missed a bunch of last season with an injury to his foot. Uh, you know, he went off in Jupiter from his, from what I'm told. Uh, but I sat on him, you know, down at the uh, MLK team camp at, at San Diego state. And you know, we knew about him as a third baseman. He's big, he's physical, but then he got on the mound. This guy was touching 93 several times, living 90, 92, and his changeup, man, it was just dirty. I mean, this thing was just fading away, you know, down in the zone, some, some light life to it. You know, and he was doing this against a really talented uh, Huntington Beach team. You know, the scouts were out in mass to see him. Talked to his uh, pitching coach, Ramon Orozco, who used to be at USD, uh, you know, after the game. And he's like, man, that's as hard as I've ever seen him throw. And it looked pretty effortless, man. And here's a guy that, 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 I mean, he is definitely now high up on scouts radars. Because if you're throwing 93 with that, you know, that amount of ease in the arm, I mean, that that obviously projects really well for the future. Uh, so Keone Cavaco, a guy down at Eastlake High School,
1: a name to remember. Next guy for you, Doe. Yeah, Ashwin Chona. And this is a guy that not very many people know about here. Left-handed pitcher from Sage Hill. Small stature guy, 5'9", 165, an NYU commit. And uh, this this kid is, is just what I like to just call a, a, a pitcher. He, he, he thinks on the mound. He's not going to overpower you with his stuff. He's low to mid-80s. Uh, he's got a little hammer on him that he mixes in there and he also has a change up. So, you know, curveballs 12, six, um, you know, and 4.4 GPA. I mean, this kid is going to be a leader for his team. Special, special little note here is that this kid has five, no hitters in his varsity career through four as a sophomore through one last year. And now he's coming into 2019 season and just looking to repeat. I mean, NYU, these guys do a great job in California. I looked at the roster, 11 California kids that are on that roster. A couple guys that you know, Carter Garnerud from Tesoro. Uh, you have Isaac Martinez from Olu. You have Colt Tate, who is his who is his teammate um, when he was a freshman, who's also at NYU. So there's going to be some familiarity when, when Ashwin steps on campus there at NYU and just a really good guy to follow. Um, another one of his teammates, not not to, to mention Connor Bach, who's over at Cal. And, um, you know, so Sage Hill keeps producing these players that no one really knows about. And this this kid Ashwin, man, I tell you what, he's going to be something to watch this year. And I, I hope, I don't know what the California record is for no hitters. Um, I'm sure it's up there. But um, really interesting kid to watch and just, just a great little ball player.
0: Yeah, you're right, man. Coach Campo over at Sage Hill just does a phenomenal job with with the talent he gets there. Uh, So last guy for me, Isaac Ramirez, catcher out of Sonora High School. It's a guy that I saw at the area code tryouts and was one of the best guys there, in my opinion. Um, He's just an excellent catch and throw guy. You know, he's got some little physicality to his game, swings the bat very, very consistently. Uh, plays in a pretty tough league there in the freeway league where you know they go up against the likes of of Troy and Fullerton and you know and Sunny Hills and you know they've got some good talent in that league and Isaac Ramirez is, is one of the best guys in that league in my opinion uh, you know he's on scouts radars obviously being at the area code tryouts this is a guy with a huge spring that could vault up those boards man because Again, one of the best catch and throw guys I've seen, uh, you know, consistent on the bag, you know, sub twos, right, hovering right around twos with, with the uh, pop times. And just a guy who, with a big spring, could vault up draft boards. You know, Isaac Ramirez over at Sonora High School. And, uh, Doe, last guy for you.
1: Yeah, Jashia Morrissey, middle infielder, Sarah High School, 100, uh, six feet tall, 185-pound switch hitter. Uh, Cal State Bakersfield commit, and, and Les, when you talk about, you know, Sarah High School, you're going to talk about uh, some of the other guys, and, uh, you know, Makai Backstrom's, the Damon Hales, the Jordan Browns, and now the Makai Wickley who's who's come in. But let me tell you about this kid, just just Deshaya Morrissey. I mean, live body, very toolsy kind of a kid. And what I, What's really impressed me watching him over the summer is this kid can repeat his swing from both sides, and that's very rare – as a high school kid, and I'm, you know, he's been switch hitting for a while now, but you know, to repeat it at this level, what he's doing now, uh, is just real impressive. And and let me tell you something right here. I know he's got a lot of, you know, pro interest, and this kid may get popped here come June, and and he's a guy that's kind of flying up, flying under the radar, uh, with with all with this Stack Sarah team, and so just just a great kid to watch. Wish all the best for this kid. Like I said, don't let the Cal State Bakersfield uh, commit fool you. This kid can play. I mean, the hands play. He's quick, laterally, uh, high-level bat-to-ball guy, and just going to be really exciting to watch this year.
0: Yeah, that's a great segue to our our last question. It comes from Malachi Wickley 2. What are your <laughs> thoughts on Sarah High School this year? You know, obviously, they've, they've got a few transfers in this year. They look like they're loading up to make another run like they did a few years back when they won CIF led by Dom Smith. But, Doe, I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of these players this summer, and, and I mean, they, they just
1: have stockpiled a bunch of talent over there. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, anything less than like almost a championship at this point would be, um, you know, I I just don't know. I just don't know if that's, you know, they have to almost win this championship with this uh, with this stacked team. And it's going to be really fun to watch. And they just, you know, they have all the pieces there. Um, and it's and it's really just about going out and playing, playing their game, not really trying to be too concerned with, you know, the eyeballs that, that are on it because there's, there's a lot of interest, uh, a lot of professional interest. And um, it's like, you know, when every game, the, the lights are on and it kind of has that feel to, you know, some, some of these teams in the past that we've been watching the past few years, the, you know, the Jay Serres with the Royce Lewises and the Olu's with the Cole wins. And they just, it's not just one guy. I mean, these guys have, you know, half their lineup are, are, are pro type guys. And so, Um, Just really exciting to to watch this year and and, uh, can't wait to get out there again.
0: Yeah, you know, you, you talked about that pro interest, you know, and, and and you're right. I mean, you know, the Backstroms, the Hales, the Morrissey's, the Wickley's, uh, the Browns, those guys are, are used to that, right? Because they've played in these high-level events over the summer. It's going to be interesting to see how some of the younger guys, the guys that aren't yet on that, that level, how those guys respond to it. And, and I think you're right. The, with the roster that they've put together, you know, I think anything less than a champion Uh, is going to be, you know, probably considered a disappointment for those guys who, you know, they're in a tough league, man. The Del Rey League is going to be no joke. LaSalle's coming off a a D3 runner-up. Mott is absolutely loaded. They made a run to the D1 semis. You know, Cathedral is just a a strong, pesky team, the type of team that you don't ever want to play because they just put so much pressure on teams. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see Sarah High School this year.
1: Yeah, you know, you bring up an excellent point, Les, with, you know, you just want to see how these young kids respond, and and which brings me to my next point, and that's really kind of, you know, it, baseball is a game of, you know, opportunity here. A lot of people see it as a game of failure, but, you know, if, you know, eyeballs are on other guys, and you're on that team, or you're on the opposing team, that's, that's an opportunity for you to kind of show what you got, and you know, and a testament to you know a little bit about my career. It's exactly what happened. I wasn't the biggest, strongest, fastest kid out there, and and they weren't coming to see me in droves. Believe me, um, you know as at Long Beach said, we had first rounders on the team left and right, and and I just approached it as just an opportunity to to, to really take advantage of right. And and I think you know uh, Sarah and and other schools that have these draft picks. Um, some of these players that aren't necessarily you know, in the discussion uh, have an opportunity to, to put it out there and and become part of the discussion here in the next year or so. So um, just a great opportunity for, for all these kids. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Well, that's going to do it for our very first PBR
0: California podcast. We thank you for listening. Uh, we will be doing this more frequently, so be on the lookout on Twitter, Uh, at pbr underscore california hit us up on instagram at pbr california as always check out the website prepbaseballreport.com slash california we're rolling out tons of new content all all the time uh for steve doherty socal area scout i'm your host les lukot we appreciate you listening and until next time we will see you around